sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. Welcome to Extremely Loud and Incredibly Dumb. You like movies about gladiators? You're so stupid! Your hosts... The only thing I am worried about? I'm getting a boner. Mike Doyle and Stephen Kahn. And welcome back, everybody, to what I believe might be our eighth episode of Extremely Loud and Incredibly Dumb. And uh, I'm here. I'm here with my co-host Mike Doyle, and he's got some exciting news for everybody. Stephen, we have a friend uh, in. The, I say the studio, but uh, our pal Doctor John and I are sitting on my bed. Uh, you're sitting on your bed in New York, and it's uh, it's our first guest that we've had on the Elid Pod. So mm-hmm. welcome, Doctor John Gazi, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, long time listener, first time guest. Yeah, I think John was one of our one of our earliest listeners. So, uh... <laughs> oh my, how I've been waiting to use that all this time. Oh, uh, you I guys forgot. have not been utilizing the horn. No, well, we just enough. we just found it this season. So, uh, to, you know, I know Stephen doesn't like to to let the the folks know how the sausage is made, but uh, in the other room of our apartment, there are there are guests socializing. So, if there's some background noise, uh, I'd implore our listeners just to. Uh, deal with it and um, you know turn up turn Ignore up our volume and and yeah turn turn up the volume and also <laughs> that's good that's good that's good um all right so should we just get right into this what do you, get, how do you envision this guy? yeah i think we should get right into it so you know john is a guest uh obviously a, a guest because he's a friend but more importantly he's doctor doctor right doctor he's, he's on the show uh first and foremost i think as a as a medical professional so mm-hmm. um you know i, I know in other episodes uh, and just in general life, Stephen says some pretty asinine things about the human body, about how biology works, about sure. how medicine works. Uh, so John is here to kind of set the record straight. And Stephen, this is our opportunity to ask, uh, you know, those those pesky questions you're afraid to ask your uh, your doctor. You know, when's the left one going to drop, um, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. This is the time for you to ask John anything that uh, that you'd like to know. This is good because I have not gone to a medical doctor since that checkup leading into my freshman year of college. Ooh. I went in November and it was the first time I've been in three or four years. That's good. Very funny doctor. Were you afraid that you might have something? No, no. It was. I, I'll tell. This guy was. He was actually pretty great. So I went in and he, you know, very quick. He was kind of. He was kind of broy, and um, he said, "You know, Mike, uh, you're in your twenties. So unless you have bad luck, uh, you're going to be fine. There's only three things you have to watch out for." Uh, too much, you know, drink too much, doing drugs or STDs. So uh, stay away from the drink, don't do drugs, and be selective. And that was his, uh, that was his, his overall spiel. I really liked it. He's, he's probably advice. used that shtick, you know, fifty times. I bet he uses it every single time. I bet he does. He just got you hook, line, and sinker. Can you do me a favor and maybe tilt the can? I, I can only see the tiniest bit of Doctor John. Thank you. That's so much better. Yeah, there he is. There's Doctor John. Um, like, like a young. Now for our listeners out there, Doctor John looks. Like John Cusack in Say Anything. Yep. You know, in those early days. I, I appreciate that, I a, think. A hot John Cusack. Yeah. And and their first name is John. Both of them. John Cusack Gazi. Um, well, yeah, I, you know, I think format, this can be pretty free-flowing, but I think, uh, you know, Stephen, I don't know if you have any uh, if you have any that you'd like to kick off with, medical questions for John. If not, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to start things off, but as a good co-host, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go first if you'd like. Because I know you, I know, def- I know, gonna, I know you I'm prepped gonna, a lot. I'm going to defer to the second half and let you take this one. Age before beauty. Um, okay, John. Uh, first question, and uh, I think this should be caveated with: I've never watched the movie, so maybe this is maybe this is addressed at the end of the Human Centipede. But explain <laughs> how the Human Centipede 
could or could oh, not work. Man. And then I, I gather at the end of that movie that everybody <laughs> dies. Um, well, I, I guess just explain like who would die. We're assuming a, a three-person centipede. And for anyone not familiar with the movie, they're just sewn into one continual digestive tract. Um, I can't believe you've never seen the human centipede. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, a prerequisite for this conversation would be yeah. seeing the human centipede. Well, never, I, Full disclosure: I have not seen the movie good. either. This is good. So we're getting a, a, so I'm the only I'm the only qualified medical professional well, no, on this podcast. You're getting the, the Hollywood spin. John's going to give us the real thing. So I'd like to know, you know, it's, who would die in yeah. what order they would die. <laughs> And what they would die of. Wow. So, okay, I haven't I haven't necessarily considered all, all of those questions before, <laughs> sure. but but I appreciate good the, good guest good guest. I appreciate the, you know, the question. So, human centipede. You've got three people. Mm-hmm. We're assuming this is a three person centipede. Three person centipede. Okay. So you got one Tripod. person in the front, a uh, person in the middle who's sewn to the anus of the front person. <laughs> and the mouth of the back person. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then you've got the back person. So I think we've lost it... <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Doyle at this point. I don't think I don't think Mike's parents are still listening. Once you break into the human centipede questions, you're pretty much throwing well, we out got, We got the caboose at the back. The older uh, generational listeners. The, the engineer at the front and the, the guy and who, the middleman. He just gets the shaft, the guy in the middle, really. Yeah. So okay, I think I think the middle person I mean they're they're dead. Like immediately? The, not immediately, but I think pretty soon. Can I just say, <laughs> why is the middle that much worse than the back? I don't know that the back... That's a good question. I think the... <laughs> I, like, is, is the idea of having a shit into somebody's mouth, like, that much... I feel like at that point, things are already pretty bad, you know? I'm just thinking you have two procedures. You know, you've got the one in the front, and you got the one in the back. Oh, well, let's yeah. assume the procedures aren't going to kill you. Let's assume the procedures are done flawlessly. Yeah, see, but that's like a layperson's way to think about it. You got it. You got to consider the procedures that are being done. This is why we have them on. At, at the end of the day, the actual act of just you know giving and receiving mm-hmm. the, the waste in you know the flow of the human centipede. I don't know that that's you know the, the biggest killer here. Yeah, couldn't the front uh, Stephen? You see the movie? Does the front person get fed regular food? It's like I think it's like dog food out of a bowl. I'm not even. Yeah. It's it's well, not good food. Well, sure, it's not great food. But could he or she just live forever? Like, what would kill them? Well, I think in the movie, spoiler alert, I think they get shot or something. Yeah. Well, but, the front person would probably be okay from a medical standpoint. You know, there's really there's really nothing wrong with you know pooping into someone else's mouth. I mean, you you know, you're living a pretty <laughs> difficult lifestyle. Unless, again, unl- it depends on the procedure that's if being done. If they're throwing up, if they're throwing up back into your into your no, that's under, that's not a concern. Side. That's a that's a non-concern. Once, How is that once a it's non-concern? A one, that's a one way. That's a one-way street. Once it's in the colon, it really doesn't matter for you. You're not really absorbing much. Boom! That is that is the hard-hitting. Once it's in the colon, folks, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> there we go. That's all we needed to know. Unless you're uh, I, unless you're talking about you know drugs and and mm, psychotropic things, mm. alcohol, that stuff will get absorbed. But what are uh, prototropics? Are these the, the psychotropics? New, I said like oh, dr- I'm talking about drugs. What are these new mind pills? I'm taking. I'm veering off. They're like these mind. You are pills. veering off. I've got <laughs> so a question. Sorry. Hi, something tropics. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It's, it's, they're, the, they're, Flint, they're, the Flint Tropics. They're legal. Jackie, and I think... Jackie Moon Jackie Moon played for the Flint Tropics. Get, the right, Tropics. Get, get out oh, of here. Okay, so John's, John's answer team? is that the, the procedure would probably kill people. The front guy or gal would, would likely be okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Just lead a pretty dismal life. Would the others, assuming the procedure went okay, would they die by just eating 
I mean, because all the nutrients are gone. Yeah, the, by sec- the, time the it- second two definitely die. Um, it's just a matter of time, really, for the two of them. This is the weirdest the podcast I, has I been. Mean, geez, I, I, hope, I hope we weren't breaking news there. I hope that all of our listeners know that anyone other than the front person <laughs> of the human centipede is not going to live. Yeah, but I wanted to hear how and why. Eating, eating feces. That's not like a medical... He died from eating feces. There's got to be a medical explanation. Well, like, yeah, like dis- dysentery or something. Yeah, you get, you know, you get infections. Um, you're not getting the nutrients that you need, for sure. sure. Yeah. Starvation is, is kind of the end of the line for you. But you'd probably get sick and die before that. Okay. All right, I have a question. All right, go ahead, kind of a two Kind of a two-parter. Um, so, Dr. So John, the first, part, the first part, I don't want any explanation. I just want the answer is just going to require a number. Okay. And the second part, uh, maybe you can have more of an explanation. So question number one. What would you say is the optimal number of times to poop per week? And part two, what's the most effective way to wipe yourself? Well, we've had this talk. Okay. That's an interesting question. Uh, the first number, I'm going to say seven. Seven a day? Poop. No, no, no. Oh, seven you said a week. A week. Okay. okay. I think it's, you know, it's fair to be regular. You know, mm-hmm. the 24-hour cycle is pretty, pretty normal. When doctors say regular, That's do they assume you're... Doing it at the same time every day it doesn't have to be the same time, but you know it's kind good. Of, good follow up question. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> there's there's really no harm in, in switching up the times a little bit, yeah. but you know you kind of have a regular twenty four hour ish is probably average. Okay. Um, and then uh, the second question. I'm sorry. Repeat the second question. What's the most effective way to wipe yourself? Now, does that seem like a question for a doctor? Well, for this, it's it's a it's a fair question. For better of, better a doctor than a layperson. Think of the education this man has, and you're for, asking how to wipe. For women, it's definitely there's a right way and a wrong way. For men, it doesn't Let's really not, matter. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to cross <laughs> that bridge. I'm honestly I'm already concerned that this episode may never see the light yeah, of day. This is it's not going well. No, I think it's fine. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks it's fine? <laughs> Are we talking about the debate between standing and sitting? Because I've had this debate. That's where that's where I was hoping this would go. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to give a little background, okay? Um, I was purely a stander until, I don't know, maybe about 12 or 13. Sh- had never really considered that sitting was an option. Shocking to me. Mm-hmm. This conversation somehow comes up in my family, and my dad wow. treats me like I'm a lunatic. He's like, are you kidding? Like, nobody stands. To the point where I think he didn't realize that anyone in the world stood. So now it becomes this whole thing. Turns out, if you ask people, there's a pretty good split between standers and sitters. And then there's another split that is a much smaller minority. I know. But some people people out there go in the front and wipe back to front. That was what I thought you were trying to bring up, what? that argument. I don't that, even know what you mean by that. Like, they, they go Oh, I front. see. Okay. Uh, standing, I don't... Yeah, I, I didn't really know standing was a thing. Honestly, I didn't know that this was a topic of debate until I met Michael Doyle, and, and he brought this up to me. Oh, so you're a stander? A few years ago. I'm not willing to say either way, but... You know, I never really. Con- hey, you're you're coming onto the big time <laughs> radio show. You got to talk. About very, I, I never, I never, I never considered uh, that there was a second option, really, until I met wow. you. Wow. Oh, okay. So you never considered that you could have the comfort of. I think John. I think John stands, but uh, I don't remember the conversation, so I'm guessing. In anyway, I, either way, there's no medical advantage to one or the other. 
I can say that with, with yeah, 100% that's not, confidence. That's not a doctor question. Okay, Michael, none of these are doctor questions. Sure Don't get are. on I, my case. I want right. some hard-hitting questions. I, I think this one, this next one is good. Okay. Don't don't read because I'd like to. Okay. So, the question is: How much of your body could you cut off and survive? So you can live with no legs. You can live with no legs and no arms. You're limbless. But what else could go? Could it get to the point where you're essentially just like a Ziploc bag size conglomeration of organs with like a head resting on top? Okay, I like this question. Thank you. So, <laughs> so basically, you know, the fundamentals of survival you know mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of a loose definition but basically pumping blood to the brain mm -hmm. giving the brain from the heart from the heart but you know you don't need a heart you can bypass the heart heart to so, brain so at the end of the day it's all you need for love if you can just get a human brain you can figure out some way to pump blood through a brain and give it you know the nutrients that it needs, the oxygen that it needs. If you can come come up with a artificial sort of lung system, which we mm -hmm. have, sure, uh, you could probably just just feed a brain with with blood, and uh, that's technically surviving. Now, is that life? That is a very loose definition. Is that yeah. life? Who's to say? Who's to say? Not me. No, I'm not. I'm it's not going to say. Donald, Donald. Fortunately, Donald Trump is making these decisions now. <laughs> Thank God it's him and not me, huh? Um. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take off your skull, your face. Just keep the brain. Everything but the brain. And some kind of um, art, artificial system. Could you, to, to could you cut, that. assuming again I don't bleed out or whatever, could you cut the entire top of my skull off to the point where oh, like yeah. my brain is exposed? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's sometimes they have to do that during surgery, okay. Michael. Sometimes a person's still awake. Hang they on. They need to relieve pressure Hang on. on the skull. Hang the, brain, on. the brain is swollen. And could I just walk around like that? Uh, yeah. Not if it rained. If it started raining, you'd be in big trouble. I could probably get you up and walking. Brain, half your water skull on off. the brain. I guess water on the brain. I mean, I there are the people walking around with half their skulls off. Oh, they have skin covering their <laughs> right. their brain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about no skin. Just like a like a like a cracked egg. Yeah, it'd have to be a cloudy day, but no overcast, but no rain. No one, no one would would let you walk. What's your like big that? deal with the rain? Uh, well, if it started raining on your brain, you you short circuit. It's not electric. It's definitely not. That's not the concern. You <laughs> are electric. Having anything open, usually infection, is the concern. Okay, well that's more reasonable. Imagine than... if someone sneezed onto your brain. Yeah, it's not. That would be bad. That have to you be like a seven, like a seven foot four person. You are tall. Yeah, I'm not worried about sneezing on the brain. Now, doctor, um, what is the most messed up thing you've ever seen? Ooh. Oh, this seems personal. This seems like we could be violating HIPAA. No. Oh, yeah. If you're not allowed to answer that, I don't think I'm. If you're not allowed to answer, I have a follow. I have a follow up. No, I'm allowed to answer it. Uh, I won't go into too much detail. Uh, I will spare the the. And don't don't say audience. anything too upsetting. So if you have to say like the second or third most messed up thing you've ever seen, whatever it is, it shouldn't be like upsetting. <laughs> Well, why would you ask uh, a question like that if you say you don't want it to be upset? Yeah, That's I've an upset. If he's going to say like he saw some, like if he's going to say like I saw someone die, nobody wants to hear that. I'm more thinking like, have you ever seen someone who like a dog bit their dick off? <laughs> so why wasn't that the question? Okay, I got. I have <laughs> doctor, a, I have a funny doctor, one. Have you ever seen anybody's dick bitten? <laughs> no, off? that that I haven't seen. The most, the, one of the crazier things I saw: a guy had a e-cigarette in his pocket. And apparently, occasionally, these things just spontaneously combust. Mm. And the e-cigarette 
exploded in his pocket, literally set his pants on fire, Ooh. and he had some third degree maybe burns was, to, the, to the groinal region. That's an awful joke. And uh, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad news. It was a little funny, but it was also mostly bad. Man, yeah. I mean, was it like horrific looking? Oh, it looked terrible, yeah. But he was laughing about it a couple days later. He was la- I would not. I wouldn't laugh about it a year later, I don't think. Was he in a relationship? Uh, I didn't ask him if he was in a relationship. Probably not anymore. Probably not at the time. He was like a kid. He was like a 22-year-old guy just trying to smoke his e-cigarette. I don't really know how e-cigarettes work. Instead, his e-cigarettes smoked him. But um, exactly. Wah, 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 wah. I don't have my phone ready. And Sometimes I prefer to just do a manual. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Stephen. This is one of the weirder. Uh, it darker, can get dark, you know. It can get dark with, with medical issues. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that season two is ever getting off the ground. <laughs> yeah, totally. This is. is I'm, I'm having fun talking to you. guys. Yeah, it is fun. John, could you merge two adults in the Siamese twins? Taking, for example, Stephen and I. That's t- offensive. Conjoined hmm. twins. Is that where conjoined where twins? am I conjoining you? So that was my next question. What organs could we feasibly share, and which ones are not possible whatsoever? So there. I mean, it all, honestly, a lot of it depends on blood type. Uh, Let's and, assume and, Stephen and, and I are the same blood type. Assuming you guys have compatible blood types and uh, other. I like. I like to say, live life like my blood blood type. Be positive. I'd be positive you ain't sticking me with no needles. I don't know what my... Uh... quote <laughs> from Bruce Almighty. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. Uh, I'm sorry. The great, the great, I, the great Steve Carell view. I had to get one Bruce Almighty quote in there. Um, so I could, I, could, I could graft your skin together. Mm-hmm. Um, I and we'd could, share no organs. It'd just be a totally exo... I mean, that's an easy one. I'm, I'm just starting oh, okay. at the top here. Okay, all right. Uh, I could I could get some, you know, probably some of your muscle groups. Could kind of try to sew them together a little bit. Think of our two biceps together. Your, your livers, maybe if you're if immunolo- immunologically, if your livers were compatible with each other, I mm-hmm. could I could probably get your livers touching. Uh, <laughs> It'd be just one super liver at that point. Yeah, uh, I could probably hook up some blood vessels. There's a lot of things you could do. You can get creative with this. Interesting, Doctor John. What is what is like the worst thing that you could save someone from by your like if you're the lead doctor here, somebody comes in, you've got all these tools at your disposal, you're in a hospital, who can you save? What's like the worst case scenario that you can save someone? If I'm like alone with my limited training that I have, or if like are you talking about like any doctor? No, I think you you've and you're alone. Got, yeah, you. Ah, but no, I'm gonna give you like let's say you need someone to like hold some something while you so like i'll give you like a golem type how about character. mike mike and i are with you we're both we're both sterilized but we don't have a ton of medical training zero medical training i one time removed a piece of glass from my foot six months later it's a complicated okay. procedure yeah it was gross um i mean i don't know that's a, that's a hard question to answer there's there's so many there's so many possibilities like if someone got shot if someone got shot in the face could you save their life in the yeah. face yeah Whoa! You said yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I mean, this guy can do it all. I mean, there's 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 a lot of things you can do as long as someone isn't kind of like already, as long as they haven't already bled out to the point where they're past saving. There's a lot of things you can do hmm. to keep people alive. Wow, good to know. So you're you can do honestly stuff. getting like, getting shot in the face isn't even the worst thing that can happen to you. Wouldn't it hit your brain? Well, if, I mean, it depends. Even if it hits your brain, you can keep someone alive for a while. Yeah, well, for a while. while. Uh, 
weeks. Oh. Enough time to harvest organs. <laughs> Yeah, geez, that wasn't that. That wasn't that rosy a picture. No, please. Oh, and just on the same topic of what we were just saying, um, have you ever cried at a McDonald's? Uh, no comment. Biologically, what would cause a person to cry at a McDonald's? You know, it's it's hard to say, but I imagine that person must have been going through a pretty rough time. <laughs> All right, um. well, no further questions for me about that. You know, there could have been a lot of external circumstances that you don't know about. Maybe a lot of internal circumstances. Uh, I think this was good. This was, I think the listeners are going to like it. It was interesting. It was, uh, it was weird. And we talked about some kind of grosser stuff than we typically do. Honestly, yeah, I I, I think it was good. I think, I think there's some, some topics that the people need to know about. We typically do PG-13. I'd say this wasn't like inappropriate. It was more just kind of like... I wouldn't want my children listening to it. It was more just kind of... The MPAA, the MPAA did not rate this. Was, this was like a YouTube-only movie. It was just icky more than anything. Yeah, it was It was really... We didn't... We didn't. Uh, it was... I don't know. We'll see if this one ever makes it. No, I it's, it's, it's going on there. I didn't even really get into the, the worst things that I could have. That's probably for the best. Well, now let's give you an open floor for about two minutes. To just say whatever you want to say. Oh yikes! There's, there's there's so much to say. I mean, you asked for it. As a medical professional, what uh, what annoys you most about late? Do you have a term for you know, like a muggles, but for for non doctors? I wish I did. I wish I called them muggles. I might start calling them that now. Muggles. Uh, we call. So what annoys you most about normies? Muggles. We, we call them normal people or patients. Uh, patients I don't like right. when they, you know. This statement was redacted in post production. Oh, I'm going to come off like a real asshole. In this. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You can't ever worry about how you come off. Yeah. You just have to, you know, not edit it and just let it uh, let it all be. Oh, edited. not edit it, I'm, huh, Stephen? I'm trying to think of personal questions, and almost all of mine are 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 bowel movement related. And I just <laughs> I think know. we've we've broached that topic too many times already. Yeah, I think we've done enough of the the bowel movement stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's some tough questions that need to be answered. What? Uh, oh, this is more. Eh, never mind. What do you think about like an Iron Man type character from a, a medical perspective? <laughs> like like if someone had like an a, electromagnet like a... in their chest that was keeping yes. a piece of metal from going too far into their heart. Yes, that's what I'm asking. To kill them? Is that feasible? Uh no, not really, but <laughs> I like I like where they were coming from with that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah. And at the end of the day it powered a suit that, you know, helped save the world a couple times. So multiple times. You gotta get behind that. Hmm. The wheels are turning up here. I mean, there's just, you know, it's rare that we get someone this established to talk to. I, think I this wouldn't call be, myself established at all. I think this could become a, regu- uh, a regular feature. But, I mean, we've asked all of our maybe, questions. Maybe, yeah, but we'll have maybe more like, a, like a one question uh, Yeah, a I, I say like, a, like yeah. a, a like a five-minute intro. We call John, hey, before we start, uh, you know, I accidentally shoved a glass bottle in my ear. How do I get it out? Yeah, yeah I could deal with that. Who would do that? <laughs> I don't know. Michael might. But man, how would you get that out? Probably. I do have a question. And it's one of my greatest fears. Testicular torsion. Mm, yeah. What is that? Twist? How? Yeah. I mean, is there anything you can do to like avoid it? Oh, God. Uh, Oof. You know, avoid trauma to the testicles. Always. Mm-hmm. That's That's kind of rule number one. Okay, for, that's a major life change for me, but I can, <laughs> I can do that. Um, outside of that, you know, sometimes it just strikes. 
Now, like, if it strikes, that's here's my <laughs> other question. Should you try to do anything, or do you just get to a hospital no. as fast as you what can? What would you no, try to no, do? No, no, no. Don't try Untwist. to do anything. Just get to, a, get to a hospital as soon as possible, because there is... There's a time limit on that, and uh, no, I know, I know, wait, you're losing blood flow. What happens to the time limit? Time uh, runs out and you, it falls off. It doesn't like fall off, but it, it dies, and then it becomes wow. you know kind of just a useless piece of. How much time are we talking? Uh, Seconds, don't, minutes, don't hours. Don't quote me on this because I, I haven't I haven't you know kind of studied this particular topic in a while, but I think it's six hours is. Oh, kind of okay. the limit. I, I could be wrong, but it's something like that. Pretty good amount of time, unless it happens in your sleep. You're in a deep sleep, and you usually sleep eight oh, hours. You, you, oh, you wake up. From, from what I've heard, it's, it's about the most painful. But this, it doesn't just happen, right? But it's like if it you get you no, if like you get hit, if you get like hit playing a sport, it could conceivably happen. Or you take a you take a wrong step sometimes, even. No, no, no you're <laughs> shut up. Oh my goodness, I was just that was gonna be bad. Uh, you okay. should be constantly living in fear <laughs> of your testicle twisting. Every every step I take, it's just yeah. like, is this the one? A good friend of mine, uh, I won't use his name on the show here, but a good, HIPAA fr- compliant. A good friend of mine, he took a ste- he stepped off a school bus in in high oh. school, and it happened. It's bad. How? Now I can't tell. Now I can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> no, I, think, I, was, I am being serious. I think he is being serious. Yeah, uh, it happened. Wait, so I thought the whole thing about taking a wrong step was a joke, and now you're telling me that it happened to someone stepping off a school bus. No, yeah, no, it can happen. It's just... Steven, I think the motto here is you just got to live your life and just assume it's going to happen eventually. And when it's it does... Like, it's like terrorism, you know? If you're afraid of them, then they win, Steven. When it happens, just start the clock. You got six hours and hustle your way down to the hospital. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta take them as they come. Oh my god! This has not been a good podcast. I I hate to end on this note, but I fear where we go if we don't end. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I could have done better. No, I think I think it's going well. I think we'll have John back. Um, You know, again, any any future topic ideas? We'd love to hear them. If you want more of John, maybe he'll become uh, a permanent co-host, permanent permanent co-host, and uh, we'll get rid of uh, Stephen. I mean that would be I think the ideal scenario. So just uh, just let us know, listeners, what you want. Stephen, any uh, any parting words? Daiquiris. Yes.